You're listening to a preview of a premium episode of Champagne Sharks. To get access to this premium episode, as well as the full archive of back premium bonus episodes, go to patreon.com forward slash Champagne Sharks. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash Champagne Sharks and sign up for only $5 a month. For only $5 a month, you get this and every other premium bonus episode, meaning double the content. It's a great deal. And without further ado, here is the preview. Someone asked, why do so many black liberals still cling to the Dem establishment, despite the fact that after eight years of Obama, our wages are still stagnant, our unemployment rates much higher than the national average, and black wealth is still abysmal. It makes me angry, and I think they are leading our people astray with their obsessions about privilege, civility, and representation. Oh, yeah, this is not really a question. I, I mostly, I mean, I agree with it, but I think for a lot of black liberals, um, I, th- I think it's the same seat at the table stuff that I've discussed in the past. They want a seat at the table and one seat looks a lot more comfortable than the other one. So that's the one they're going to go for. But also, um, here's an interesting dynamic, right? There are two types of um, anti-racists that I see on Twitter, and they're both kind of extreme. And on the surface, they seem very different, but they both kind of have a very similar core belief. And the only real difference is how they choose to respond to it. There are three neurotic responses to cognitive dissonance or internal uh, stress. Various psychiatrists and psychoanalysts and spiritual people or biologists give it give these three different names, but I notice people tend to describe the same three things. They'll just um, give it different names. I'll use the names that uh, Alfred Adler gave it. Um, Karen Hornet is another one who talks about it a lot, and same three things. But, okay, in biology, physically, um, your instinctive response to any type of uh, conflict, physical conflict, that you're presented will be fight, flight, or freeze. People used to say fight or flight, and a lot of biologists... um, adjusted it to say fight, flight, or freeze. They felt that was uh, more more appropriate. You know, we just kind of just freeze up and just try to hope that the problem goes away if you don't acknowledge it one way or the other. And Adler made the psychological equivalent of fight, flight, or freeze, which is overcompensation, surrender or avoidance those are the three so you either um you either overcompensate and which is fight you do surrender which is um 
you know, you just give into it or you do avoidance, which is to just uh, um, surrender, I guess. Freeze. Uh, forget it. You get the point. Um, what This is what I think happens. You have a certain type of person, right? I see a certain type of radicals where they'll be online and they'll purity test everything to death. They'll be like, okay, Republicans aren't our friends. Screw them. These liberals aren't much better. Screw them too. Oh, look at Bernie Sanders. He said these couple of tone deaf things about um, black people. He's not our friend either. The no types, no type of politics work. No representative politics work. It's all run by white supremacy because none of these people can uh, really love or care about black people, right? And then another person will be like, hey, you know, there is hope for white people. They can learn to love and embrace black people. So we're going to spend a lot of time educating them. We're just going to educate them and educate them. We'll make threads on Twitter to educate them. We'll write think pieces to educate them. We'll do ally workshops. We'll form this white ally industrial complex. We'll take the best ones we can find, uh, say it's like the Democrats, and we'll just prop them up and ride really hard for them, right? And what these two groups kind of have in common is they both believe that the answer that what they need uh, from white people is to win their hearts and minds. I call that hearts and minds anti-racism, where it's like you're just about, we have, if we can't get white people to love us in their hearts and totally accept us in their minds as equals, then anti-racism is a lost cause. You know, It's not enough to just get the actual rights. It's not enough to get protections. It's not enough to make the best results out of the politics we have, the best tangible, practical results that we can get at any given time. We have to actually make white people love and respect us in their heart of hearts, in their minds, in their in the deepest recesses of their souls. So therefore any evidence that they're not doing that means all is lost. So the one type, the first type of guy is doing the, the first type of guy is doing the overcompensation, right? Like he believes that himself. He believes, oh, we have to get these people to love us and view us as equals deep down where it counts Otherwise, there's no point to anything. That person believes, since I don't believe this is possible, screw any type of working with them. Like that, That's the overcompensation. Like, you know, fuck them all. I don't want to do anything with this system or whatever. 
the second type of person, and this is the kind of person I think you're asking about, the um, the black liberals, the ones that really cling to them establishments, they believe the same thing, that the goal is to win hearts and minds of white people. That's the goal of anti-racism, like, you know, to get them to actually love you on an individual, interpersonal level in their heart of hearts and their mind. So what they do is they kind of surrender to it or do a type of avoidance of reality and try to pretend that it's actually happening. So they will create it or exaggerate it even where it doesn't exist or at least keep telling themselves that it's possible. So both of them both think the goal is to get white people on the individual, interpersonal, etiquette level, like, or soul level, or dating level, or relationship level, to embrace black people on every level. And whereas the first group thinks that's the goal, but thinks it's impossible, and has given up on it, and has overcompensated on it, the black liberals want to surrender to it or avoid the reality of it and just keep it in their mind as possible and keep it in their mind as already happening, which is why you see so many of these people trying to turn Hillary into an honorary black woman or trying to do all these different things with them just to act like, like they are, you know, the whole invited to the cookout thing. It's part of their fascination of being invited to the cookout. So that's where I think a lot of civility rights um, gets motivated from. When I talk about the obsession with privilege, when I talk about people are more concerned with civility than they are with actual civil rights, when people get so worried about representation, like, oh, if we get a black stormtrooper, or if we get a if we get a all-female Ghostbusters and one of them's a black woman, that's proof that they that they love us. And what I try to say is, like, whether they love you or not is not really the goal. It's, your goal should not be to make friends. Your goal should be to get practical results. So it's like some people have gotten on me about saying that, oh, you cape for socialists too hard or you write too hard for socialists. Bernie doesn't really love black people either. And I don't really... I'm not looking for him to. I just think he is, I just think he and the socialist platform in general are in a system of white supremacy, the most redeemable of the current choices and the most likely system for black people to make any type of inroads under as far as getting practical results in a material way, like actually getting any type of material redistributions, getting any type of actual sympathetic ears of any type, you know? And I don't think it's the be-all, end-all. I don't think it's going... I don't imagine them just loving black people and hugging every black person they see or totally quote-unquote getting it and i don't think that should even be the goal it's nice if that happens but you should 
try to look is what tangible things can we get under every possible immediate choice that is open to us and which one gives us the best chance to move toward progress and justice so okay what's next